as we're sort of coming to the end of masturbation month, what I'm encouraging is that folks should head out there and switch it up. Try something different from Pornhub or your regular spank bank things. Try viewing different themes or actually investigating ethical porn. And then try audio. Give it a few tries and see how it sits with you. That's right. We're going to be chatting through uh, a different topic today on sexual health, pleasure and wellness with our resident sexologist, pleasure activist and therapist, Tanya Coons. Welcome, Tanya. Hey, Maya. It's good to see you, albeit on the screen this morning. Yes. Now, um, we have a bit of a fun edition of Let's Talk About Sex today, talking about audio-guided <laughs> masturbation. Also described as audio porn, but give us a quick little once-over on what it is, Tanya. What it is. Okay. It's good. This is a really good way to round up May's Masturbation Month by talking about audio porn, I think. Um, there's been a lot, there's lots discussed. I think audio porn, hmm, there's lots and lots of things that it can be. It can be audio clips from real-life sex. It can be guided masturbation um, audio files. It can be erotic stories. We've even sort of included a bit of ASMR because that tends to sort of weave in and out uh, of this sort of stuff. Mm. So when you think about it, we, there are standard porn clips that we can see on our phones, laptops and computers, and they have a soundtrack to them. There's a visual, but there's a soundtrack. And I think a lot of folks really got off on the audio component of porn and then we'll get into talking about why and, and how as we go on. But um, then I think people sort of found a market for this. And now there are quite a lot of audio porn sites like Dipsy, Furley, At Jane, Girl on the Net, Quinn, quite a few of them. And we're going to pull apart some of them as we go along. Uh, but what I find really curious about these sites is that many of them tend to be aimed at women wanting to explore erotic content and a lot more um, inclusive and broader in their depth of content than some of the more mainstream things. And then there's also the tech, there's the sex tech side of things where you can get toys and apps that will hook into your favourite porn videos and vibrate when there are certain actions or sounds mm. happening. Yeah, right. We're, we're getting very high tech with our um, self-pleasure these days. <laughs> and then there's, uh, we mentioned ASMR. I think that... This seems to be a category all on its own, but it's good to throw in because some folks can get very, very wound up looking at or listening to ASMR clips, right? So mm. for those who aren't, aren't sure what it is, uh, ASMR is Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. So it's a tingling sensation that usually begins at the scalp and moves down the back of the neck and the upper spine. You know, it's, it's kind of that nice tingly feeling you get when you experience pleasure, I think. So it's a pleasant form of paresthesia. Uh, so, yeah, I think it can overlap with, for some people with frisson, but for some they're just like, whoa, this feels really nice to listen to it. Mm. Yeah. You know, and I, I I did a bit of ASMR research into this stuff and I definitely felt sensations in my head whilst listening to and experiencing some of it. But uh, it was, for me, it wasn't an erotic thing, not at all, but very pleasurable. Well, that's <laughs> what I wanted to kind of, I guess, like, distinguishes that ASMR in that sense isn't like triggered from sexual imagery or sounds or anything from an yeah. erotic nature, right? No, but it can be. It's just like lots of people find different things erotic. Yeah. 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 So 
it, although it's audio, largely audio, um, it sits, I think, a little bit out, outside of this field. What would be some benefits to dabbling in audio porn versus like traditional video porn? I think I already know what you're going to say. <laughs> There's a lot of benefits, actually, lots and lots of reasons. I think some folks find the imagery in porn, uh, the, the common ubiquitous porn that's out there online, not to their taste, right? So right. audio can allow that. So they get off on the, the sounds and the oohs and the ahs. That's kind of exciting for them, but they really don't like the images that are going with it. So audio can allow the listener to drop more into their own fantasies, much more easy than watching people have sex on camera. Um, and also, when you think about it, many of the porn videos that are out there display conventionally attractive bodies and, and sometimes unattainable bodies, thin, white, able-bodied, augmented breasts, labiaplastid vulvas. Often this can make viewers feel less than and not sexy. So with audio, the listener can close their eyes and visualize the scene and visualize their partner. So it's it's pretty cool. Like it's and I, I definitely think your imagination is far more powerful. Um, so because think about it, people often run fantasies in their head, old porn clips, memories yeah. of things they've that sort of stuff. So a little assistance uh, from a story uh, being read can be really great. Um, also, some folks find it really hard to locate or pay for ethical porn, and this seems to be a really good segue in. And uh, some other advantages, audio porn can be set up to run and leave you hands-free <laughs> to focus on your pleasure. So you're not holding a phone or scrolling on a laptop. You could be using both hands or one hand and a toy or two toys. There's a bunch of options, right? So, And you can also leave it running while you're getting sexy with your lover. So I think that, that is, that's, these are some good reasons. Also, as I mentioned, a lot of the audio porn sites are female-forward. So the gaze of erotica is a different focus and it's often more of a story and putting things into a setting. So sites like Dipsy, um, over 50% of their characters are voiced by people of colour and over 25% of their stories are queer. Right? And they've also partnered with experts to create guided meditations, erotic breathwork exercises, how to talk, dirty guides, self-love guides. There's a whole bunch of things on Dipsy. So it's it's a pretty good site. That one comes at a cost. It's $22 a month or thereabouts. Damn. And we're going to talk. We mentioned the sites. We'll just let you know how much they cost because it's good to know these things. Totally. We're going to run through some different formats of uh, audio-guided masturbation services that you can access. Now, Tanya... There are a few different options and like different tiers depending on what people can afford because some of them are like paid services, aren't they? Yeah, there are. So our super producer, Amber, did some research and then I tacked a little bit more onto that because turns out there's quite a lot. You know, I think that audio porn seeing a big uptick in use and there's lots of interesting things coming out. So some sites, there's a few testers or trial recordings that you might be able to find out there. There's a site called Libido, LBDO, that has guided masturbation for women and also a genderless one. Um, and Libido, we'll talk about a bit more. Yeah, it's, it's good to be seeing these things sort of coming out. There's a site called Furly, F-E-R-L-Y. Uh, this seems to be more about helping people overcome difficulties with sex or pain or body image or lack of confidence or anorgasmia. So what they do is they have folk fill in questions and then um, they provide more specific audio files based on the answers to the quiz questions. But I had a little peruse around and there seems like some pretty interesting self-help 
and information there. So they have a seven-day free trial, but it's one of those sneaky ones that you have to cancel it or auto-renew. So beware of that old trick. Uh, and they cost $18.99 a month. So not cheap, but um, I think that they've got quite a lot of really good, uh, helpful information on there. Mm. Um, for folks wanting free stories, there's a lot that can be heard at literotica.com. This has stories, so there's lots of um, written stories, but it also has people um, recording stories, recording themselves masturbating and a bunch of things. So along with their written stories, they have an audio hub as well. Uh, then we have another site called Audio Desires. They launched in 2020, so they've now got quite a juicy archive of erotic stories and guided fantasies for both solo and partner play. Um, they do some cuddly ASMR as well, apparently, and they have, you know, featured narrators. And also people who are premium subscribers to their site can submit their own fantasies for a chance to be recorded. So if that's your world and you're really interested in that stuff, this one might be a good starting point. They also have instructional guides. So I'm, I'm liking how a lot of these places have fantasies, but also good information if you want to learn about self-pleasure or your body, or how to begin exploring. Hmm. Uh, Audio Desires is free for limited access, so you can have four stories a month, I think, and after that it's $5 a month, so it's not too bad. Um, Tumblr is an interesting one. So they <laughs> might have cracked it on the visual porn, but there's still a ton of audio porn apparently. So people are uploading it. You've got to search around to find it. So it could be dirty talk. It could be instructional. There's a few blogs that you could start at. One is called Let Me Hear It. And the other is Sounds of Pleasure. So start there. That's a freebie. Um, quite a popular site, Girl on the Net, is a UK-based sex blogger who does quite a lot more than just audible porn, but she's definitely known for that. So she does a mix of erotic fiction and real-life stories. She's pretty good for folks who like BDSM. Uh, and she also links to other sex bloggers who do audio as well. So it's a really good starting point. She's free, but she comes with ads, and you can also support her on Patreon if you like her. Um, nice. And again, um, like Tumblr, Reddit also has some steamy audible porn. you got to know where to look. So there's one um, Reddit Gone Wild audio, and there's another Pillow Talk audio <laughs> that you can uh have a little squeeze at and see if it's to your, your liking. And we're going to recap those uh, services at our website, fbiradio.com. If you click on programs and then mornings with my ability, you will find it all there. I am curious, Tanya, are these sites more ethical than traditional porn sites? Um, this is a really good question. And I would not position myself as an expert on these things. But in the research that I've done, it seems that many of these sites do feature different types of people and sexualities. It's not all through one gaze. So all the exploring I've done, I've been like, oh, this is nice to see that there are some different viewpoints, different lenses. They also seem a little softer and less hardcore. Mm. And I think that's going to appeal to quite a lot of people. So, I, you know, the free porn that you see on sites like Pornhub and Red X, they're all quite explicit. They're definitely made for a male gaze and a large percentage of those clips feature violence, kink or rough sex. There's no negotiation, no consent and very little respect for women, different size bodies, different orientations on these sites, uh, which I have always found alarming. 
and have been speaking a little bit in the media about this stuff lately because it's often the first thing that young people see. Mm. So I like the idea of these audio sites and I'm wishing that it was easier to find for young folk when they're exploring and looking for things online. So when you think about it, uh, folks in their teens, they're often curious but they don't know where to search for ethical porn or even know what it is. So if we can, this is one of my one of my little soapboxes, if we can start having more conversations with people about being critical consumers of porn, then these sites may get a lot more traction and folk may hear about it. Mm. You know, I think rather than saying porn is bad, you shouldn't do it, and people furtively looking around for things uh, in secrecy, if we talk about it and say, you know what, you're going to come across porn at some point in your life and uh, when you do that, it's a really good idea, A, not to believe everything you see in it and B, be critical about what it is that you watch. You know, you don't have to watch the first things that come up. Totally. And look for things that honour people, show communication and show everybody having pleasure. And violence and kink are not prerequisites to good sex. Can't say that enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> I wonder, though, you said it's kind of hard to look for this stuff unless you really know what you're looking for. Is mm. that... Is a curated, I guess, um, audio porn experience something that clients can come to you for? Like what if someone is looking for a bit of a guided masturbation or mindful masturbation experience in contrast to like a bit more of a intense erotica session? What yeah. would, is that possible Like, and what would that look like? If they were coming to a sex therapist. Um, do you know, it's, it's, it's interesting because I think – a lot of us, we do teach people to explore. It tends to be more of um, an intervention or something, you know, alongside what the clients come in for. But we do teach people mindful masturbation, erotic embodiment. We do teach them to explore their bodies. Um, I work with clients and get them to do things like genital mapping where they're, they're encouraged to take some time and relax and and feel all the different parts of their genitals when they're not aroused, when they're a bit aroused, and when they're very aroused, so they can tell all the differences. Mm. And they can do that with a partner. But I also coach in um, erotic embodiment, which is mindful masturbation. We used to call it orgasmic yoga. Um, so I teach people lots of different ways and give them ideas that they can go and learn how to tap into their erotic energy rather than being outcome-focused for I'm going to try and get myself off. It's more like I wonder what feels nice and how that works in my body. Yeah, so, right. yeah, good sex therapists I think will will do that. But then I also think for folks who don't want to pay the cost of a session or feel a bit funny talking about that to somebody just yet, this is where sites like Libido and Furley come in handy. Uh, Libido is the first Australian brand to create audio-guided masturbation. That's pretty good. They've got three free sessions on offer, two for women and another agenda-neutral one. So I think you, there's there's quite a lot now of instructional stuff available for people, really, there is. Uh, people can come to us for getting them specific or, or normalised kind of ideas, but online is a really good place to start and then come with your questions if you want to see a professional. Yeah, cool. But what about um, if you are looking for a joint experience as a couple or maybe yeah. as a group, is that something that people can join in together? Absolutely. It's audio. So you can put it on the speaker and as many folks as you like can listen or chime in. Um, I also think that, that I'm pretty sure there's going to be some the options for people who are long distance. 
So, you know, wanting to listen to sexy things at the same time. <laughs> they might be using screens or phones. So, I, yeah, I definitely, definitely, definitely think that there's a place for that. Yeah. Cool. I think you know, as we're sort of coming to the end of masturbation month, what I'm encouraging is that folks should head out there and try a few different things when it comes to self-pleasure. Switch it up. Try something different from porn hub or irregular spank bank things. Try viewing different themes or actually investigating ethical porn. So some starting points are sites like Erica Lust. She's a Spanish producer, very good, very, very good content. Uh, if you want Australian producers, there's Anna Brownfield's Poison Apple Productions and there's Morgana Muses' Permission for Pleasure. Very good starting points. And then try audio. Give it a few tries and see how it sits with you. We've listed a bunch of things that are going to be up on the webpage for you. I think audio porn's here to stay and it's creating a whole bunch of new erotic content that seems way more ethical and inclusive in, in than what I dread to call mainstream porn. <laughs> Yeah, the best way to support it, I think, is to use it. So yeah. give it a try. It's almost like a different type of podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. You can stray away from what you know. And, I mean, part of the stuff when we're coaching folks into erotic embodiment is to move away from what they know, what they always do, like a desired outcome or a fast result, and to explore eroticism. And I think the audio sites are really, really good for that. Mm. Well, on that, thanks so much for stopping by today, Tanya. Um, you can recap everything from Let's Talk About Sex on the FBI Radio website, fbiradio.com, um, or if you are a podcast user, if you look up Let's Talk About Sex, you can recap today's show there. Uh, we're going to be back in a fortnight with some more special Let's Talk About Sex action. Right? Indeed. Uh, on the long weekend. Get ready. Get ready.